to us. Fires, touchdown Miami. Waddle snuck into the end zone of Miami. Boy, tight throw, tight window. They had to get that touchdown on that play. They get it. What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Drive Time Podcast, part of the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, covering your team, your Miami Dolphins. How's it going, everybody? I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and on today's show, we have more free agency to get to. My guest today, receiver Trent Sherfield. We're going to break down his game and talk to Trent about his decision to join the Miami Dolphins, talk some ball with him, and a heck of a lot more here. From the Baptist Health Studios inside the Baptist Health Training Complex, this is the Drive Time Podcast. That's another Miami Dolphins. We've been talking about speed on this podcast. Really, every episode you've heard so far here in the free agency edition of Drive Time 2022. And they got some more by way of Trent Sherfield, the receiver formerly of the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. So this guy was undrafted, Trent Sherfield, 2018 out of Vanderbilt. And he had a great pro day that caught the attention of NFL scouts when he clocked a 4-4-5 40-yard dash and leapt 125 inches on the broad jump and put up 19 reps on the bench press of 225 pounds. That strength will come into play here in just one second. His workout produced an 8.89 relative athletic scorecard that finishes in the 87th percentile among pre-draft wide receiver workouts since my birth year, 1987. How about the stats? Going from UDFA to a career four years in and counting, Sherfield entered the league with the Arizona Cardinals before that one-year stint with the 49ers. In total, he's played 975 snaps on offense, 61 games and five starts with 37 catches, 427 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. He also pairs that speed with a real knack for pulling down contested catches. There's a great highlight clip of him in a game a couple years back going up, up the ladder and pulling a football down. 19 career contested catch opportunities. Pro Football Focus has him with nine catches on those 19. That's an impressive 47.4% catch rate on contested balls. How about the way he earned the trust of his coaches and his quarterback with the 49ers his last year in San Francisco. One of those touchdowns we talked about came on opening day for the Niners last year against the Detroit Lions, a product of a very well-earned opportunity, I should say. His production and work habits really turned some head for the Niners in training camp that year as he continued to show up early and stay late and just put in the work that was required of him to make the roster and have an impact on that roster. Now, you know the 49ers drafted Brandon Ayuk the year prior to that, a big playmaker from Arizona State who came in and has had a good career for the Niners so far. Obviously, a first-round pick is supposed to be penciled in to get the work ahead of a guy who is an undrafted free agent, but Sherfield kept finding himself on the field in practice last summer, and here's what Mike McDaniel had to say about that in an article I found. Sherfield has done an outstanding job, and he deserves to have the opportunities that he has. Kyle Shanahan agreed with that. He said, we've been practicing for the last month, and Sherfield is a guy that has been there every day, and I think the quarterback has a lot of confidence in him. Well, how about Jimmy Garoppolo confirming that for us? Quote, he's been out there sharp every day. He's on his stuff, Garoppolo said. And as a quarterback, that's the main thing you could ask for from a receiver. You've got to be on his stuff and in the spot you expect him to be in, end quote. And that's just kind of a microcosm of the player that Trent Sherfield does, the dirty work that he does. And downfield blocking, we mentioned the bench press reps and his strength earlier, and the special teams element. Two very critical elements of the sport that rarely absorb the spotlight, but for Sherfield, he's found that spotlight in those two facets throughout his four-year career. Pro Football Focus assigned Sherfield run blocking grades of 80.1, 
71.1 and 81.0 the last three seasons. If you look at their grade metrics, everything above 70 is above league average and above 80 is in the very, very good variety in terms of how they grade out there. And on special teams, Sherfield has 741 snaps over four years and has produced 28 tackles. He finished inside the top 50 in special teams tackles each of the last three seasons. And I also mentioned being in early, out late. That's how undrafted free agents make the roster, right? They have to accumulate good impressions on a daily basis and get the hard work in there and show the coaches they can rely and depend upon them. And that's just what he did. Shannon had said, Sherfield has such a good reputation for how he plays on special teams And then within that same story, a quote from the the Niners special team coordinator, Richard Hightower, quote, and really what's crazy about that is you always respect the player from afar, but he's a guy that's in here at 5.30 every morning. That's in the steam room. That's taking care of his body. He's in the sauna. He does extra. He's a pro's pro. He's bringing guys along. There is no secret. Now being around the guy, he fits right into our culture and we're really happy to have him there. So Trent Sherfield, your newest Miami Dolphins free agent. Why don't we go ahead and hear from Trent here on the Drive Time Podcast with Travis Wingfield, brought to you by AutoNation. What's up, Dolphins? Travis Wingfield here, the host of the Drive Time Podcast on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by Trent Sherfield, new Dolphins receiver. What's up, Trent? What's going on? How we doing? We're, we're doing good, man. How you feeling? How's it feel to be here and be a Miami Dolphin? I'm excited. I'm really blessed. Um, you know, I really just... Uh, First, just give credit to God. I'm really so, really so blessed to just have this opportunity um, to be here with, you know, obviously Mike McDaniel, um, obviously Wes Welker, and I'm just ready to just, just put my best foot forward and, um, you know, just make my, make my mark in this league. So you mentioned McDaniel mm-hmm. and, and Welker and uh, yeah. John Embry here as well. I want to yeah. I want to talk about that here in just one second. But is that kind of what attracted you here to the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, just coming from, you know, coming from San Fran and. Uh, seeing how Mike, you know, operated, seeing how Wes operated, seeing how Coach uh, Embo operated, um, you know, it's, it's just it's, it's just it's just how I play. It's just how I work. Um, it's it's everything that I stand for in life. How has he helped you become a better football player, Wes Welker? Oh, uh, he's pushed me. He's uh, I, last year he pushed me and he he uh, he made me very very uncomfortable um, <laughs> with, with with things that I didn't, you know, just learning different things as far as releases and um, you know yards after the catch. That's that's one of the biggest things that. Um, he emphasized and, uh, you know, just being a – not being that prima donna wide receiver, being a, being a guy who's willing to go in and block, do dirty work, and also, you know, make the tough grabs and, you know, change the game. And, um, you know, he's, he really, he's really opened my eyes, you know, to, to, to what it takes to really be – um, you know, a, a really, really good receiver in this league. We don't win the ball out of bounds, do we? We, we, we go no. for the end zone, not no, for, no, for the no. sidelines. Yeah, we, yeah we're, going, we're trying to go score. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly right. Uh, so with Coach McDaniel here now, and you're back with him after being with him last year in San Francisco, what, did, what was it about him that kind of made you want to come reunite with Coach McDaniel? I Man, I would say McDaniel, he's a, he's a, he's a genius. Like, he's, a, he's literally a mastermind, um, you know, when it comes to the run game, um, when it comes to the pass game, whatever it is, he's, he's a genius. Um, I remember talking to Mike. Um, before I before I actually got to San Fran, you know, and he just, you know, we were talking on the phone, and he just talked about how he, you know, went through my tape and everything like that, and it just was crazy how he was just talking about how you know how I can attack edges and just the way he was talking about the game and, you know, being able to sit in meetings in San Fran and just, you know, uh, watch how he goes through the run install and you know all those different things and just how he's able to pick apart the the game and put guys in position to make plays, and you know that's that that to me was. Um, a no-brainer, um, you know, and the, the whole staff, you know, Shanahan, all those. I give kudos to all those guys over there. But um, you know, Mike Daniel, you know, Mike, Mike was, he, he, like I said, he's a, he's a genius. 
He's a genius. You mentioned the, the video and the tape he showed you. I, I heard a cool number that he had like 890,000 cut-ups that he had prepared over the course of his career mm-hmm. for examples of how to do certain things. Yeah. Do you have a story you can tell us about a time that he had a certain cut-up or maybe mm-hmm. some way that he yeah. used video to help you get better? Oh, yeah, 100%. I remember one time, Wes, uh, I think I think Wes was out, um, I think during like OTAs or something like that, and Mike came in and uh, kind of took over the wide receiver meeting. And, I mean, we just literally sat there just, you know, talking about releases, talking about, you know, snapping down at the top of the route and everything like that. And it, like I said, it just it opened my eyes. You know, I've, I've, I've been fortunate and blessed enough to have um, some really great coaches and, you know, Coach Jerry Sullivan, who's a longtime great coach um, in Arizona and, um, you know, talking about footwork and all those type of things. But, you know, being with Mike and being with Wes, like, it's, it's, it's about footwork and those type of things, but it's also just about just being that dog, just being, you know, catching the ball and just having that mentality, you know, um, and just and just competing on a day-in and day-out basis. Yeah, that sounds good. We're looking yeah. forward to seeing that on the football field. Absolutely. So it's not just your coaches you have a, a kind of reunion here yeah. with. Yeah. Two-thirds of the three amigos. I read a story about yes. you, Trent, and Kirk yeah. over in, uh, in in Arizona. Or, yeah. yeah or, no, sorry, Chase. Yeah. Chase. Yeah. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. but, so how excited are you to be back here with Chase Edmonds here in Miami? Man, I'm so excited. I actually just got off the phone with him uh, a couple hours ago and we were just talking and um, we were just talking about just how, you know, God just brought it all full circle. And, you know, me, me, Chase, and Kirk, we came in together um, in 2018 um, as rookies, uh, not having any idea what to do. Um, the only thing we knew how to do was just work. Yeah. And we worked we worked hard. And uh, I want to say congratulations to Kirk, you know, on his new deal um, because there's, like, a lot of people don't – a lot of people don't see the the – the, the talks and the, the lonely nights and everything that you know that guys had to put in to get to that get to that point and me and Kirk and Chase we've had those talks where it's like man like we got to keep believing we got to keep working and you know all the ups and downs and everything like that and so so proud of my brothers um obviously so excited to be back with Chase um and I just think you know it's just, it's just come back full circle, and I'm just ready to get out there and ball with my brother. It was fun to meet him, actually. He's, yeah. he's quite a character. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes, he is. 100%. You talk about the way you work, and, I mean, undrafted free agents, yeah. that's that's how you have to, to yeah. make a name for yourself in this league, right? you got to yeah. work your way yeah. really up the ladder. So what do you think is about your makeup that allowed you to defy those odds and become a guy that went from UDFA to now mm-hmm. in your fifth season? Yeah, I mean, I would honestly say, um, and, I, and I really say this wholeheartedly, um, like without God, I wouldn't be here. Um, um, that's that's who I that's who I put my faith in. That's who I put my trust in. And um, you know, just 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 being able to 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 work, um, it's 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 it, it gets hard at times. You know, having to you know continue to scratch and claw for every single thing that you that you earn. But at the end of the day, I know where I I know where I can be and I know where I want to be. Um, there's goals that I want to meet. Um, you know, I want to take care of my family. Obviously, you know. You know, build a legacy for my family and all those different things, and so um, that's that that requires work, and I know that. And um, you know, I remember a story of my my uh, stepdad uh, before I went to uh, co- before I was going to college. You know, he kind of told me like, "You're not working hard enough," and I remember my mom telling me, "You know, I can't I can't afford for you to go to school," and so that woke something up in me. And ever since then, I've just been working and just trying to just grow, you know, and just get one percent better um, every single day, and so. Doesn't really matter, you know. Not not competing with anybody else. I just compete with myself, um, and just every every single day, just try to get the get try to get better and just try to achieve those goals that I want to achieve. And I, I read a story, and it seems like your uh, your work and the way you do things has yeah. kind of caught the attention of your coaches and your teammates. And I read the story about how last year in training camp. 
Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, Jimmy Garoppolo were talking about how reliable you were, how they can always trust that you were going to be in the right spot mm-hmm. when you needed to be there. Yeah. How, why is it so important to be a guy that earns that trust in the offense that you they they can count on you in that way? Oh, I think that's I think that's very vital. Um, you know, being a guy that you know the quarterback can trust, and because uh, you got you got you got to remember there's. You got monsters running at you got monsters running at you know the quarterback and you know there's there's guys that have to do their job the lineman has to do his job the running back has to do his job the quarterback has to do his job so to me it's just you know just simply executing and whatever my job whatever my job is that's what my job is supposed to be and I'm gonna get it done to the best of my ability and so um, I always take pride in that I always take pride in making sure that I know the offense you know in and out you know know every position right. um, be a guy that can be you know just um, you know, indispensable, you know, because the more you can do, you know, that's what they always say, right? The more you can do, the longer you'll be around. And so uh, that's one thing that I always try to pride myself on. And, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, trying to just be that guy that's always in that right position just to, you know, make that play for the team, you know, or just, you know, uh, just always making sure that I'm, that I'm locked in and focused and, you know, ready to, ready to execute. That must be a theme here. I've heard that the more you can do with a lot of the guys that yeah. I ta- sat down and talked Absolutely. to here. So you guys kind of all yeah, fit in yeah. that same that Absolutely. same mold. So you mentioned uh, your co- being there for your quarterback. Have you yeah. had a chance to kind of see Tua's game and what stands out about his game that you like? Yeah, I've I've actually been able to watch Tua a lot. Um, the thing I the thing I like about Tua, he's a competitor. He's a dog. He's a winner, and um, that's that's something that you can easily get behind. Um, I remember watching the uh, the Saints game. Uh, I want to say yeah, I'm watching the Saints game that they played because we had. San Fran, we had I forget what the scenario was. I think Miami had to win for us to in order to you know get a chance to get to the playoffs. Gotcha, and yep. just remembering, you know, I I remember I remember him making a mistake, and he came back, and I think he threw a touchdown, and it's just like you can see that you know he puts things behind him, put put puts things behind him really quick, and he just wants to win. He's just a competitor, and you can see that you know even at the even at the Bama days, like you know you 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 have no choice but to get behind a guy like that. Who's a winner, um, and uh, who's who's somebody who's had to, you know, in his case, he's had to fight, you know, for for where he's been at too, you know. So um, that's something that you can easily get behind. We love to hear that. It was a, it was a third long ball. He yeah. hit like a forty yard pass. Yep. I know exactly what yep. you're talking about. Absolutely. And that Saints came back yep. on a Monday Night Football too. Yep. So uh, you know, you talk about playing receiver, but you've also had a lot of success on special teams in yeah. your career. Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy about the what, what what part of playing in that third phase of the game do you enjoy the most? I would say that. To me, um, I take it as a challenge because I feel like a lot of people, they don't really understand how important um, the kicking game is. Um, it's very, very important. It's very vital um, to the game. Um, you can't win games without all three phases. And I've learned that throughout my career, um, how important it is that, hey, if, you're, if, it's, if, the, if the offense is backed up, and you know we have to get the we have to punt the ball, and we we might not get enough hang time because the punter is getting rushed. Like it's on the Gunners to get down there and go make a play, and you know if you don't, then it might be a touchdown, you know, or it's it's a big play. And so, any 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 pivotal moment on the kicking game can change the entire game. And so, um, for me, um, I just kind of take it as a challenge, and obviously it's something that I've had to do, um, you know, to to keep a jersey, you know, and. I take pride in that, and that's how you know I, I I keep the lights on. You know that's how you know I you know I keep I keep I keep food in my mouth, and so uh, for me I take I take it I take it very very personally. Um, you know when I when I have that when I have the opportunity to you know uh, to go out there on a kicking game on third phase, and um, obviously you know I want to break through as a receiver and everything like that, but in due time. 
I, I love that you mentioned that because I used to watch the NFL Network highlights, and Deion Sanders would always say, we only show punt highlights when it's a big player or a mistake. Right. So yeah. that's yeah. kind of how it goes, exactly. right? Big plays right. on special teams. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and finish up here. We talked about a football. We appreciate that. The fans yeah. are going to love it. Yeah. But you're down here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Have you been here much in the past? And if, if, if yes or if no, yeah. what's one thing you can't wait to go do outside of football and really enjoy yeah. the South Florida culture? I haven't, I haven't been here. I haven't been here that much. I've, I've uh, come down here with uh, a couple of my teammates um, in college. Um, we came down here for spring break, but my wife is actually from Orlando. Oh, okay, and so um, I've been I've been to Orlando a, a lot of the times, but I love Florida. It's all I, I remember writing down in my journal. Of I mean, wanted writing down in my journal a couple of years ago that I always I wanted to live in Florida. I wanted to build my family in Florida. So as soon as I got off the plane, I felt that humidity. I was like, yes, like, <laughs> really. I felt like I felt <laughs> at home. Yeah, response all the time. Know? Yeah, so it's just like um, I felt that stickiness, and I know that's a weird answer, but. I just felt at home, and because uh, I was in, I was in Arizona too, where you get that dry heat, mm-hmm. and yeah, I didn't necessarily sense. like that. You know, I <laughs> I much rather like the humidity. But um, uh, I think the one thing that I, I really uh, really would like to do is, you know, is just you know kind of just take in the, t- soak in the weather and just you know spend a lot of time with my wife. You know, I got two pups and um, just uh, you know you know getting ready to you know build a family and everything like that, and just. Um, you know, just be at peace, you know, with my wife, you know, whether that be walking the beach or, you know, whatever it may be, just, just, just have fun. You, well, you know? got, you got here in just enough time to enjoy yeah. the part where before it gets way too hot, right, so you can right. go to the beach and go Absolutely. on walks and stuff like that. So Absolutely. enjoy it, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Trent Sherfield, the Dolphins wide receiver. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank you. Some more really good stuff there from these free agent interviews. I'm telling you, they were all, all A pluses. Let's take our last break here and put a bow on this podcast on the other side. Drive Time Podcast with Travis Wingfield brought to you by Auto Nation. Back here on the Trent Sherfield edition of the Drive Time Podcast. Had a great interview with him and got to know his game a little bit. Downfield blocking, special teams, the ability to create separation and just fight his way into a role on special teams, on offense, whatever the team asks of him. He had that mindset, has that that tape as well when you go back and watch his game. All right, that's going to be my time on this edition of the Drive Time Podcast. You all, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuned In, wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and leave us a rating, leave us a review. That helps us get more discovery, so it really helps the podcast out, and we really appreciate it. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter, at NFL. Follow the team at Miami Dolphins across all social platforms. And of course, check out the Fish Tank podcast with Seth and OJ and the YouTube channel for the video element of all these interviews, as well as our media availabilities and Dolphins today. And last but not least, MiamiDolphins.com for all the five things on each of these new free agents. Until next time, fins up, Caroline. Daddy is coming home.